Hello everyone and welcome to the Minimalism Made Simple podcast. My name is Rebecca and I am the blogger over at minimalismmadesimple.com. I encourage you to head over and check out that website as I have several worksheets and checklists for you to print absolutely for free. So thank you for tuning in today and let's get started with today's episode. Hey everyone, so there has been a rise in something called the slow movement, where people are beginning to realize the benefits of slowing down and the positive impact it can have on your life. Now, I know firsthand how easy it is to get caught up in life's daily demands, pulling you in different directions. So I grew up in the busy hustle and bustle of New York, where life always felt like a race I could never win. Busy felt expected and something that I always needed to be. For example, if I wasn't busy, then I wasn't being productive enough. This was my mindset. So more often than not, this has become our new normal in society. When you ask people how they are, they often respond with, I'm busy. But do we need to be busy just for the sake of being busy? So we associate busyness with success and wealth, among other things. So what happens when we decide to slow down? What happens when being busy all the time isn't really what we want? Do we lose all that success and wealth? And what can we gain by living slow? This episode is for you if you feel that you are stuck in a busy lifestyle and are unsure of how or when to slow down, or even if you should. So I'm going to share with you today nine ways to start slowing down that may spark your own interest in the slow movement. The first way is to wake up a bit earlier. So waking up earlier can be the more difficult option on this list, but it may be just one of the most rewarding options that you can choose. Why? Because how we start our days affects our days. And if we start them right, then we could really be onto something. Most mornings, we tend to feel rushed and don't pay much attention to the details in our own self-care. By allowing yourself to take advantage of more time and the option to have a peaceful, relaxing morning, you will begin to feel more positive throughout the day. You can take this time to have a fulfilling breakfast, a good morning coffee, or just take some time to yourself because it's so necessary in our busy lives. Tip number two is to start journaling. So one activity that you can plan your early morning around is journaling. This can be anything from a gratitude journal to a self-reflection journal. And the act of simply taking some time to think and write down your thoughts about life, the people in it, your feelings, and where you think your life is headed will actually allow you to think more clearly and focus on internal factors, not external. Tip number three is to set some time aside to read. So reading has the power to spark a world of thought that may be different from our own, sort of like a mini escape from reality. And personally, I like to listen to audiobooks over a cup of coffee. And at night before bed, I like to cuddle up with a good book as it helps me to relax my mind and to wind down. 
So next time that you feel you need to slow down, take 20 to 30 minutes and spend that time reading to see how you feel. Tip number four is to listen with intent. You can hear what the other person is saying, but are you really listening? Or are you often distracted by your own thoughts? So intentional listening is one of the greatest gifts that you can give someone. It's the act of truly giving all your attention to this one person without adding your own judgment or thoughts. When we take time to really listen, we can take a break from our own thoughts, which allows the mind to bring focus away from ourselves and onto others. Tip number five is to learn how to say no. Now, this is an important one. Have you ever committed to something only to regret it later on? Have you ever wondered, why did I say yes? And is this because you may have a hard time saying no? It's completely natural for us to want to accommodate or please our loved ones. But when it comes down to a point where it makes us unhappy or where we regret some of the commitments that we've made to others, is it really worth it? So we want to try to find a balance and practice saying no. And you can start with some small things and lead up to bigger things. Work on becoming becoming comfortable with saying no. And you can do this by telling the other person that you want to take a moment to think about it before committing. And really ask yourself, does this serve me purpose? And will I regret saying yes later on? Then make a decision based on your answers to yourself. And if the person respects you and your time, they will be understanding. Tip number six is also very important, and this is to find a healthy work-life balance. So work can be one of the biggest reasons we may find it hard to slow down. It's easy to become consumed with work demands and focus all our attention to this one area in our lives. How can we begin to find a work-life balance when at times it just seems impossible? So here are several things you can do to create a better work-life balance. You can take your lunch break because a lot of people skip this one. You can try to leave work on time. This is another one that a lot of people skip. You can take small mental breaks throughout the day. You can practice a hobby when you get off of work and you can exercise regularly. So these five tips will help you to really create a better work-life balance. Tip number seven is to practice digital minimalism. So what exactly is digital minimalism? You may be wondering. I write a lot about this topic because I think it's really important. Um, And I have a podcast episode about digital minimalism, as well as some blog posts on my blog at minimalismmadesimple.com. So digital minimalism is the idea of using our digital devices, social media, and online activities with intention. In other words, not allowing it to consume our lives. And you can slow down by simply setting daily or weekly time limits or taking a break from social media completely. 
By allowing your mind to stop processing so much information that is available online and focus your time elsewhere, you can begin to slow down. Next tip is to remove the excess. So excess doesn't always come in the digital form. Excess can be in every part of your life. For example, perhaps you have an excess of stuff taking up too much space in your home. Or perhaps you have an excess of emotional or mental baggage that you just need to let go of. Try to cut out the clutter and focus on things that are worth it and bring positivity to your life. Maybe what you can do is make a list of everything that is significant to you and simply eliminate the rest. This will free up your space and your time, allowing you to eventually slow down. The last tip I have for you today, which is tip number nine, is to develop a good night routine. So remember how I mentioned um, in the first tip, which is to wake up a little bit earlier and it leads to a good morning routine. You feel more healthy and refreshed throughout the day. So a good night routine is just as important. So I want you to ask yourself, what do you look forward to when you are getting off of work? Do you like to write or read? Do you like to practice yoga or meditation? For me, I like ending the day with some reflection journals and listening to my favorite relaxing Spotify playlists. I make sure to try to spend 20 or 30 minutes nightly focused on this task. So what are some things you can add to your night routine that will help you to relax and prepare for a good night's rest? And this is important in helping you to slow down at night and really relax and take in the day. I'm going to leave you today with two questions. Are you ready to start reaping the benefits of a slow life? And how will you decide to start slowing down? Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And don't forget that you can head on over to my website at minimalismmadesimple.com to find this blog post, Nine Ways to Start Slowing Down in Life, if you feel like reading it. Or you can download my free minimalist resource library where I have some checklists and principles that are available for all my readers and listeners. So I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye.